Hello and welcome to Sport Radio's final home game of the regular season as the Canberra Transact Capitals face the Perth Lynx in what could be a huge night for the Capitals tonight. They can lock up top spot with a win. Of course, it doesn't mean they'll be the outright winners, but having the split over Townsville and over the bullying Melbourne Boomers, it does mean that a win tonight locks up the top spot. It'll be an interesting game, that's for sure. Craig Ravel with you on Sport Radio's Capitals Radio Basketball, along with Michelle Hocking. And Michelle, it is so interesting tonight's matchup, although anyone coming to the game tonight will expect the Caps win. A lot of variables, and two of them being Chantel Pereira and Natalie Hurst out of the Caps lineup. Yeah, Natalie Hurst out is a big loss for the Capitals in particular because she's been the starting point guard for the Caps this season. She's doing a terrific job of leading the group um, on the floor, and just, you know, there's games where she's come out and she's really just opened it up. You know, Pereira hasn't played as many minutes probably as she would have liked to this season, but she really provides some real drive and, and punch off of the bench for the Capitals. So they will be some loss, a loss for the Capitals. But, you know, it gives, um, I guess, just Bibby an opportunity to continue starting. We've got Musselwhite back in the lineup. I'm not sure if she'll start or not. Um, but, you know, it's limited minutes for her, obviously. And I guess that will mean for Kelly Abrams, who's coming into some great form towards the end of the season that she will probably take on a majority of the ball carrying role I would imagine. Well it is going to be an interesting game and for Abby Bishop, named player of the month of January, a good way to start off the February festivities here at the Southern Cross Stadium where the Caps have gone 20 games without a loss. So will it be 21 by the end of the night? Most pundits would think so. We'll hear from the coaches, Kerry Graff and Joe McKay in just a moment. Well, in fact, right now. For Graffy, can be all wrapped up that top spot tonight? Well, that's certainly the plan, Ed. Uh, I mean, our focus is all about the playoffs and, you know, we can secure that minor premiership and, and guarantee that home semi if we get it done tonight. So that's certainly our focus. We're about us and our game style and making sure you know, that we, we respect each opponent we play and, and get ready for the plus and play and win the way we know we can. Now, Moose back into the side. Will she be on limited minutes again? Yeah, look, I mean, we've got two games this weekend, so, you know, we need to spread those minutes around and not overload it too much. But, you know, she'll start tonight. We've got Pereira out and Hurst out tonight. So, um, you know, we need to make sure they're, they're healthy and it's a good opportunity for us to, to get back in that starting lineup and, and see how she goes. With Natalie and Chantel, is this a game-by-game proposition or are you going to take them to Townsville? Yeah, no, they'll certainly come to Townsville. Um, you know, it, it was just too soon for them to, to go. The physios, you know, another, another two days is huge with the injuries they got um, and we got a physio on the road to treat them. So, you know, we felt that even though this, this one's at home, um, you know, we've got 12 players here. So we, we figured that it was, you know, silly to try and risk, risk further injury right now. You talk about respecting your opposition, but the game tonight against her, what are the key goals you're looking for from this group? I mean, look, obviously Deanna Smith's the key focal point for them. You know, she's, she's legit, she can score, she's a former Canberra Capital. Um, Kelly Abrams did a wonderful job on her in Perth back before Christmas, so that's a big focus for our team is to limit her touches. You know, Marsh can go off. I mean, there's certainly a primitive focus team. We've got to get the ball inside. We've got size. They've got guard scoring, so we really need to pound the ball inside and dominate there. And hopefully Abby's January form will continue into February and March. Well, that'd be nice. I mean, look, she's a young star. She's legit. Um, you know, and, and this is an exciting time for her to be 
a core part of our finals campaign and, and to continue to stamp itself on the WNBL. All the best. Thank you. Well, Joe, another big ask. Uh, the top of the table team tonight, how are the girls shaping up for it? Yeah, look, we're pretty excited about the contest. Um, it'll obviously be a very tough job for us. Uh, we've had our backsides handed to us for the last couple of games. Um, but last week's game against Bulleen, the second top team, we played very well for two and a half quarters. You know, in the third quarter, midway through, we were in front. Made a couple of crucial errors. Um, where because of the... Probably uh, haven't got the deepest bench in the world. Um, created a few issues. The players got a little tired. Uh, turned the ball over. Uh, the margin got out and then it was pretty tough from there. Um, and we basically dried up in the last quarter and a half, effectively. You know, eight points to score, eight points to 37, and that was the difference in the result. So um, we're looking at improving on that. Uh, Canberra got a fantastic team. Uh, the hallmark of that team is... Uh, they're usually on the same page, but they've got a lot of depth, you know, so you shut down one or two people that might be their focus and our focus. Uh, they have a couple of others that can step in there, you know, take the place of that. Uh, it's disappointing to see Hurst and Pereira not playing tonight, so they've got a big game on Sunday. I'm sure they'll be uh, well aware of that against Townsville to see how they go, and I think get a psychological advantage for them is important, as it will be for Townsville as well, so that'll be an exciting game all round. Yeah, it will be. This game will be interesting because uh, for yourself, you're building towards next year. You have local girls. You have imports that are. You want to get back into the club again next year. So obviously, how you finish this game is going to be a, a big factor in your off season. Yeah, look, it, it, the the most disappointing factor is we've got so many players that are out. We've got three out with season-ending injuries. Uh, our import uh, went back because of her grandfather dying. He was our only closest, uh, our immediate family, in effect, um, and uh, wasn't able to come back. Um, we had. Uh, a couple of other players that for various reasons for this trip aren't there, one of funeral. So, so it's been, you know, we've got a list of 16. We were struggling to get eight. Um, so we've, uh, we've tried to modify training a little bit, try to get through a few things and, and try to keep the intensity that's there. But in, in, in essence, you know, one team has five players on court, the other team has five players on court, comes back to a bit of desire, a bit of skill, uh, and who enjoys playing the most and who enjoys making the other, other side uncomfortable the most. Uh, that's the side that will come out winning and, and Canberra have done that very well so far this year Well there's no bit of challenge for a coach to be up against uh, the top coach in the league is it? Oh absolutely so that, that, look, every coach in this league deserves uh, respect and uh, Carrie certainly deserves a lot of respect and from the Australian coach you know, I had a word to her when they, Canberra played in Perth and uh, said to her you know, obviously we think we'll be the next Australian coach as well and she thoroughly deserves it she's done her apprenticeship so it'll be an exciting time for Australian basketball Good luck tonight. Thank you very much. So, as you can tell, one team wants to wrap up the championship. The other is the boy with the barrow. It's all in front of them. A respectable end to tonight would be exactly what the Lynx want. Absolutely. And, you know, they've had some, a difficult season, uh, but, you know, they've equipped themselves quite well. I think that they've had some games where they've really pushed some of those top teams. And they'll be keen tonight to get out there against the... Well, what looks like being the minor premiers and uh, really giving it a good shot. Well, the lineup for the Capitals is the captain, the excitement machine, the January player of the month, the crash test dummy, and tall timber. Yes, it's Bibby, Abrams, Bishop, and uh, of course, Beatty with Muscle White. Good to see him starting. For the Link, it's Marsh. well, Mercer's out there, Jody, and the tap down goes straight to Beattie. That was over the top. Oh, this is good. 
I've got a 15 there and I don't have a 15 in my book. It's over the top. Beattie gets it from Bibby on the baseline. She feeds off, gives it to Bishop and I expect that call throughout most of the night. That's right. Certainly Abby Bishop will be a big target because there's quite some size difference between the Perth lineup and the uh, uh, Capitals lineup. Working around bounce pass now. Turnaround jump shot is good and the links get their first points of the game. Two points apiece, nine minutes, 26 left to go. In the quarter as Abrams works around Marsh. Marsh working on her, get a bump on the dribble down there. Again goes off to Bibby. Beatty on the right lane, outside to Bishop. Then it's off to Morse. As, oh, inside and the foul has been called. First personal foul is against the... The 15 of the Perth Lynx, and uh, that is inbound ball now from the Capitals. Muscle White goes to Abrams, then off to Beatty. Beatty then gives it back to Abrams, and Abrams makes the bucket. So 4 2, the Caps have the advantage as they work their way around Perth. Goes to Marsh now, big. Block shot for Rebecca Mercer by Beatty at the other end. It is Michelle Musselwhite who lays it in. And as the ball brought back down, six points to two. The Caps with the advantage. Mars now goes to Mercer once again. Mercer on the floor, dribbles to the free throw line, then has to wait. It was Abrams up in her face. Goes back inside, then outside to Melissa Marsh, and Marsh puts up an air ball. The Caps have to work it back out of defence. Not too much problem. Perth were getting down to try and take position. Abrams, 4-3, and Abrams makes the shot. Yeah, that's right, and that's probably a little bit of a four shot there from Abrams, but uh, as we see Perth coming down the floor, good transition into Smith, is going strong against Bibby. Unable to finish it, but great persistence and pulls in her own rebound. Uh, pretty impressive against the likes of Tracy Beatty and Abby Bishop to come up with that kind of rebound. So, great job from Deanna Smith, and she'll, uh, I think she'll step up to the line here. No referees have called, but that's before the shot. So, Perth links from the baseline. As now, Mercer inbound ball puts it up into the hands of uh, Malpass and Malpass makes the bucket. Six points to four. Oh, the pass from Malpass goes to Marsh. She's able to reel it in and it is a, another bucket. Six points apiece here with seven minutes and 27 seconds left. Inbound pass. Beatty immediately volleyballed onto Bibby on the left side. It's inside now to Bishop. Oh, Bishop got herself free to the basket. It's Smith over the top. No, in the end, tapped away by Bishop and it is over the baseline. So a good, good uh, determination here by the Lynx. Hopefully they can sustain it throughout the game. Absolutely, great defensive pressure. They're really making it difficult for Capitals to execute. As they now come down the floor again, it's working around the arc into the hands. Oh, a hot pass trying to get it down low for Smith, but... It just comes off hands of the pass, too hot, and Bishop will inbound it. Now, you had a chance to catch up with, uh, with Smith. Deanna Smith, yeah. Deanna Smith, uh, former capital. And, uh, well, as Abrams now kicks it to Musselwhite, well, the Caps aren't giving us much time here to have a chat. But <laughs> yeah, Musselwhite again over on Malpass has been called for the foul. 
and uh, well, that was a tough one, and I think that'll be her first, that is. So, Malpass now. Nice little handoff yep. from Tolo to Abrams, and she drives aggressively to the basket, gets fouled. And uh, so, that will give Tolo, who's just checked into the game, the opportunity now to be able to go to the line and shoot for the uh, for the bonus. In fact, it's Abrams who uh, got the foul. She makes the first. Abrams now winds up for the second. It's good. Oh, no, it's not good. It rattled. It looked good. It rattled in and out, though. And it, it will oh, be Perth. Yeah, quick transition down the floor. But in the end, it's Abrams who comes back up with it as the part, as the shot went into the uh, side. And, well, how quick was that transition game? And that's exactly what the Caps need when they go into finals. Absolutely. They need to get their running game going. It makes it so much more difficult for opposition teams to, uh, to compete. As now the ball working its way around. Marsh has it on the right-hand side. Watched by Muscle White. Uh, getting free, Malpass. She has the ball top of the arc. In the paint, Tolo doing the defensive work. And, oh, I thought that was contact on the arm there from Tolo. Yeah, it was probably a little bit unlucky that she didn't get one called there. But, um, you know, she's working hard, making some good post-ups, using her body well. It's just very difficult. She's not the size of a, a Tolo or a, a Bishop, for that matter, to try and get a, a clean shot off over the top of them. As Bibby now brings the ball down the floor. Bibby, well, has got a huge role to play. The pass went inside to Tolo. It got tapped away by Malpass. Went outside. Bibby put up a three. It didn't fall. It was tapped away in deep in its offence by the Caps. Abrams put up a shot. It didn't fall. And Perth come back with it. Nine points to six. Malpass, a big three, all net. Nine points all. Looks very good out of the hand there as we see um, Smith and Abrams going at it. And, former uh, teammates. Former teammates. They all know each other's games fairly well. So, um. Joe McKay just having a uh, chat with, <laughs> with Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Tolo inbounds the ball now to Abrams. Abrams just working on Marsh. She is just getting the space she needs. Into the corner now. Goes to Bibby. Tolo oh, turns but just didn't quite have the basket range. Bibby on the baseline does the rebounding and the pass unfortunately from Bibby to Bishop didn't work out. Malpass gets it over the top to Smith now. Smith looking around, takes on Bibby, drives against Bibby and off Bishop, gets uh, Bibby on the floor, then kicks it out into the arms of Mercer. But Mercer can't get the three-point shot to drop. But in fact, it comes off a capital's player over the baseline and Mercer will get the inbound this ball. I'm just loving the work rate of Deanna Smith out there. She is in absolutely everything. She's getting face guarded and, you know, what have you, but she's just working her butt off out there. Mercer now, bounce pass. Oh, it goes into the knee of Musselwhite, ricochets off Bishop. Eventually, Musselwhite gets it back, gets an intercepted pass. Abrams kicks it on and Tolo gets down in time to put up the two. It's 11 points to nine. This is certainly not the uh, scoreline you would expect, you know, halfway through the first quarter as Musselwhite... Oh, On quite the ground, but she fell over the baseline that time. And uh, <laughs> Joe McKay not happy about the uh, ball security of Kate Malpass. And Malpass will sit down 
as Tucker looks to line up. They just wants a bit more ball security there, I'm sure. As uh, inbound ball, looking around, just can't quite see it. Oh. Five-second violation on the inbounds pass. Good defensive pressure from Canberra. And it's interesting, you've got a mal pass, which mal in Spanish, of course, means bad. <laughs> and you've got pass. So bad pass and regular pass is uh, on the floor. Bibi comes down now, 11-9, as oh. Sinclair, well, she tries to get the pass. It's intercepted by Malpass now. It goes down the floor. Tucker, oh, can't quite bank it in. Polo touches it away. And uh, in, well, it's interesting. Chelsea uh, Bojanovic. It's Sam Bojanovic, is it, in the 15? I so think it is. We've got the two Bojanovic's out there. Um, as Hebrams over the top to Tolo. Tolo gets past Bojanovic. And I'm going to have to say Chelsea here, aren't I? Because uh, we've got two of them in the team. It gets put back in. 13 points to nine. The points will count as the second personal foul on Chelsea Bojanovic. Uh, sorry, on Sam Bojanovic. As it will be. 45% for camps to 36. The bonus is made. 14 points to nine. The caps lead. Perth here with four minutes and 13 seconds left to go in the first turn. We'll also try to bring you updates throughout the night of the Sydney game, which is a crucial game for the top five as it's Perth. Oh, Smith gets rid of Sinclair, puts up the three. They're just not falling for the... Perth Lynx outside the arc. No, it's Samantha Norwood. So Norwood yeah. is uh, is certainly out there. So it will be Norwood wearing one of the uh, Boyanovich's jumpers, I guess. Of course, as you heard from Joe McKay at the start of the game, it's Boyanovich's first personal foul now. Um, and it's Ashley Gilmore. <laughs> in the 15 and she has two personal fouls already. <coughs> Tolo converts as she gets sent to the line once again. 16 points to nine. The Caps are starting to accelerate away. As now Malpass has the ball, goes across court, gives it to Bojanovic, then off into the hands of Pass. Pass on the perimeter. It was being watched by Sinclair. Goes to Smith who gets away from Abrams. Puts up a jump shot. Doesn't fall. Going in hard at it is Pass who's circled around and will eventually put the bucket in. 16-11. 3 minutes and 15 seconds. And so now it's Tolo. Tolo has the touched away by Malpass. And this time the little contact by Kelly Abrams has been called and it's been interesting because there has been a good battle all night. But uh, Sorry, it wasn't on uh, Malpass, it was on uh, Smith of course and so it is good to see that battle going on. Malpass does sit down now. Tucker, Boyanovich, Pass, Marsh is back out there and Smith will expect Smith to have some big minutes. Tucker drives up towards Beattie 
who's back out there. Oh, great Boy, job. Yeah, down in the paint. Talk us through that move because you have to get through Tolo and Beatty. Yeah, just look, just really nice little step around, squared up to the basket and uh, step through on the layup. Great job. Beatty yeah, over the top, dumps it to Sinclair who gets fouled and the foul count here is, uh, well, it's terrible for the Perth Lynx. There's six fouls already racked up in this game. They can't afford that. They certainly will struggle if they uh, keep racking the fouls up like that. But uh, look, I think, you know, they're doing a good job of trying to keep the defensive pressure on the Canberra Capitals. And Canberra is struggling to break free from that pressure. But the price they've paid, obviously, is that they've got into the bonus situation. So they need to maintain the pressure without some of the, what I describe as, I guess, sloppy or careless fouls. Well, it's Sinclair making the two from the free throw line and the Caps still shooting at 46%. A good pass. Oh. oh, Marsh got a good pass into pass, but it was passed too far under the basket. She probably passed the basket <laughs> before she could get it up. It went to the bottom of the backboard. And Tolo. Oh, great work by Beattie. She was at the top of the arc and she just hit the hard-cutting, hard-cutting uh, Tolo that time and Beattie with a big assist. Yeah, and that's an aspect of... Tracy's game that I think's really come along this season is her ability to hit the open player in the post action. Uh, 20 points to 13 here. It's time. Timeout called by Joe McKay as he needs to speak to the girls. Two minutes left in the uh, first term, and Tolo has seven points, leading scorer on the floor. So, uh, Joe McKay's not doing much talking to the girls. He's talking a lot to the referee at the moment. He's clearly not happy with something down this end of the floor at the fields. I think that uh, perhaps there's a bit too close body checking happening on Deanna Smith. Mal pass with five for the Lynx leading scorer there. Tolo with seven, Bibby with four, and Abrams with three. The Caps are shooting at... 50%, 7 from 14 in the field. They've missed their only three-point attempt. They're 6 from 7 at the free-throw line. That's an important stat. If we go across to Sydney, and tonight it's Sydney versus the Bendigo Spirit. They're playing for fifth spot. And at the moment, it is Sydney. Flames, 8, leading the Spirit, 6. Ibrafiaki, the leading scorer, on the floor with 6 points. So that game, a critical one for the outcome of the playoffs as they are sitting Bendigo at 11 and 8 Sydney at 9 and 11 so it's going to be a hard road for the Flames to make it to the finals but they are doing everything they can tonight we have the timeout completed and what would Joe Kelly be saying? Obviously, stop bloody fouling. Absolutely. It's uh, critical that they keep their hands out and do not give Canberra any opportunities from the foul line. They need to maintain their defensive pressure, um, but, you know, without the uh, fouling occurring at the rate it has been anyway. Abrams drives out, right lane, outlet pass to Sinclair, inside to Beatty. Beattie's shot doesn't fall. Tolo was trying to get to the putback. And in the end, it's tapped over the sideline, over the baseline by the Lynx. And it will be Canberra ball from the baseline. They've got a new 24-second clock. As the ball goes inside to Bibby. And now, well, Malpass has been called for another foul. They're just absolutely racking them up here. And uh, they cannot, they cannot afford this. They're just 
seven point lead and six of those points already have come from the, the foul, line. foul line. That's right. And, uh, you know, it's, it's crucial that they adjust what they're doing. I mean, in this league, you have to be able to adjust the way that you're playing. And whether you agree with the way it's getting called or not, it doesn't matter. You have to adjust to what's being blown on the floor. And uh, I guess that's one of the differences between a, a young, inexperienced uh, group to a group of, you know, regular championship competing players. Like. Yes, both go down from Bibby. 22 plays 13 as Tucker now goes right side into the hands of Mercer. In fact, Mercer goes back, works around the arc, down to Boynich, and Boynich makes the shot. A good 12-foot jump shot from the baseline. 22.15, a minute, 20 seconds left. Bibby sets up now. Smith goes to her, cuts down to the right wing. Over the top. Oh, great read by Melissa Marsh. And docks off to the races. Gets the layup. And, in fact, Tolo has bumped Smith. The layup didn't land. And Tolo will send Smith to the line to shoot for two. So 22.15, a minute and eight seconds as the captain checks back in for the Capitals. Bibby sits down and it will be Doc at the line. First is good. That yeah. looked all net. all net. I called that about from halfway through the arc <laughs> and that's right. how good that shot she's was. She's pretty reliable from the line. She's got a very nice shooting action. She's very consistent. So you wouldn't expect her to miss many of those. Dalgleish is into it for the Capitals. She brings it down the right wing, gives it to Sinclair. Oh, oh. Beattie missed the cut and the balls over the sideline. And uh, Sinclair went for Beattie at the top of the arc. Unfortunately, Beattie was halfway down the lane. (laughs) It's ball out over the side and the Lynx get another opportunity. 22-17 as Marsh just comes up, kicks it left. Boynich tries to get it to Smith. Oh, Smith pulls it back in. Smith does a good job backing into Abrams and then dribbles around inside the key and makes the shot. It's 22-19 and the Lynx with plenty of fire. Dalgleish over the top, gets it on the left lane. Tolo with a nice little layout. Absolutely. Nice spin move off of the post defence there and just a nice little lane off of that as Peter Sinclair's been called for a foul trying to extend defensive pressure in the full court. First foul for Sinclair. The Caps with 14 fouls on them and the Lynx with, was that, 6 7 Team fouls against them. You could just see with the Capitals that they're they're not used to playing with some of these groups on the floor. Just they don't have that sort of cohesion and gelling happening that we expect from them. So uh, just getting some, making some adjustments, I guess, with some players out. Perth work around the arc to the left hand, 45. Marsh then kicks it into the right hand corner. Bounce pass from Mercer into Boyanovich. Boyanovich goes outside to Tucker. Tucker has the shot up in the air. It falls down. Abrams hit the deck. She wasn't happy with being knocked over there. And Boyanovich has the last touch on it as it's over the baseline. But uh, Abrams looked uh, quite disgusted on the no call there as she brings the ball now back into the front court. Good screen by Beattie. Outlet pass for Dalgleish. Oh, she put a heap on that. That went well over the uh, the well over the ring. I guess there was not many seconds left in that quarter 
as the time runs out and at the end of the first term, it's 24-19, the Cats leading the Lynx. Yeah, and look, I guess it's a little bit closer than most people would have expected for, um, you know, cellar dwellers basically versing the uh, team that will probably take out the minor premiership. But, you know, Perth have done an excellent job of just staying at it, sticking at it. You know, they've been a little bit foul-prone, which has created some problems for them. But their general intensity and desire and persistence out on the floor has been good. I think for the Capitals, they're suffering a little bit from the fact that they've got some different rotations coming out on the floor and they just, they're not gelling as well as a group. There's people playing out of positions. We know Kelly Abrams can play the point spot. She did that a number of years for Canberra when she had to, but she hasn't this season had to really run that point spot. So an adjustment there for her to be made. And, you know, with Bibby coming into the lineup and Musselwhite coming back in from injury and, and players getting some additional court time that they don't normally get, uh, you know, they have to make some adjustments and, and learn learn to play together a bit as a group, I think. Tolo with nine points leads the Capitals scoring. Bibby with six. Abrams with three. Rebounds, four already for Tolo. Three for Bibby, two for Bishop. Tracy Beattie, two assists so far in the game. For Steels, it is, uh, as I try to get the uh, Steels up. No, I'm not so going frozen. to. It has. <laughs> Mal Pass with five points, then a couple on four for the uh, Perth Lynx. Smith has got three rebounds, Marsh with two, and then Malpass, three steals, Ashley Gilmore, one block shot. So it is uh, interesting stats there. What else have you got for us there, Michelle? Oh, look, I'm just looking at this, and I think, uh, interestingly, points in the paint, the Capitals are 14 to 8 over Perth. So, in fact, with the size difference that there is out on the floor, Perth have done a pretty good job out there in that regard. And the other point is that 11 points off the bench from the Canberra Capitals and only 6 for the Perth Lynx. So, uh, you know, there's some interesting stats in amongst that. There is indeed, as we see returning to the floor... Tucker, Smith, Marsh, also uh, going out there now is Norwood and also I think that's Mercer heading out onto the floor for the Lynx. It is Bibby, Abrams, it is also going out there Bowley, Tolo and Bishop. So that's an interesting mashup. Kelly Abrams still not happy with being knocked to the floor as... Uh, well, hopefully you're uh, feeling a bit better. Minutes for starters. Six for Abby Bishop as Perth get us underway in the second term. It's Marsh goes to Doc, then back to Marsh, and Marsh nails the three, and it is a two-point ball game, 24 to 22. Well, the Capitals really need to come out at the start of this quarter and assert some dominance as we see a turnover. Tolo just a bit ambitious trying to thread that... Needle. Norwood gets the intercept, gives it to Tucker, goes back to Norwood, goes cross court to Mercer. Mercer puts up a speculator for Smith. She's good enough to pull it back down, goes outside to Marsh. Marsh puts up the three, doesn't come down, it doesn't land. It is Smith that pulls it down, goes back to Marsh. They work back and forth around the perimeter. Smith is feeling full of confidence here as she takes off the player of the month, drives up to Bowley, and that will see Smith get the bucket, ties up the score, and will go to the line to shoot the bonus. Exactly the start that Perth wanted, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, just in that play set there, there was some really good ball movement from Perth. They're looking to use each other. You know, they know that Doc is their go-to player, but the rest of them aren't shy. They're going to take their opportunities when they come their way. 
Perth take the lead here in the second quarter. It's nine minutes left to play and it's a one-point ball game, Perth's favour. Well, what a turn up as it's now in the hands of Bibby. Bounce pass left lane to Bishop who drives into the paint. Jacks up over Norwood, a big basket, but it went up and... Sorry, a big shot, but it went up and down. Bowley now gets it over to Bishop again who just lays it in just with a nice little shooter finger roll with three seconds left on the shot clock. Oh, heavy body clash. Mercer hits the deck, so does uh, Tucker. In fact, no, that wasn't Tucker, that was Marsh who uh, hit the ground. And, uh, well, she had a fairly big smile on her face. But I tell you what, looking at Doc's face and the determination on it, well, we've got game on here. We have got game on. I mean, these girls have been playing, you know, they've got nothing to lose tonight. Now, I think, if I'm right, Craig, they actually beat Canberra in Perth early in the season. Is that right? They beat Sydney. Oh, but Sydney wasn't. Yeah. I apologise, I thought they no. had one of those disastrous Canberra trips, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Deanna Smith, uh, it's, oh, Smith has been called for a soft foul on Tola, who'd pulled down the rebound, and uh, that is going to be Smith's second personal from memory, and uh, yes it is. So, Caps restart here. 26-25, a one point ball game. Over in Sydney, 17-12. to it's the Flames leading the spirit as, oh, Bibby has to chase down the pass from Abrams. Mercer giving her no end of uh, trouble. Bishop eventually puts it back in. Is that ball, that size eight ball, uh, sorry, size seven, six ball, uh, just rolled around the rim and then fell out. It was amazing. There is a timeout. Has, no subs have been called. And uh, going back in, Norwood, pass, Mercer and Tucker sit down. And in fact, there is a timeout call. I think Carrie might have called that one. I can understand why. It's 28.25 here at Southern Cross Stadium. And we're only two minutes into the second quarter. That's right. And if you think about that, they keep that scoring rate up. We're looking at a pretty high-scoring game. Now, certainly, I know Carrie Graff would not be happy with any team scoring 100 points against the Capitals, and particularly the Lynx. So I would think that one of the areas of focus that Graffy will be talking to the girls about right now is the need to pick up their defensive intensity, just lock down defensively, uh, take away any scoring options. Um, you know, you've got to... In a game like this, when you play a team like a Perth, you know that Jockey's probably going to come away with her 20 points. You accept that. You make it as hard for her as possible. But what you don't do is give the other players the opportunity to rack up double figures. So they'll be talking about the need to ensure that their defensive pressure picks up, that they lock down defensively. And from that, they'll generate their own offensive play. 28-25, eight minutes left to go in the half. And it is Malpass, Marsh, Smith, Pass and Norwood who hit the floor for the Lynx. It is Moose, Abrams, Tolo, Bishop and Bibby. So a pretty good starting lineup or returning to the floor lineup there. They're almost a starting lineup for the Cats as oh, Doc was uh, challenging Musselwhite there to take her on for a three. Instead, Musselwhite backed away into the paint. The shot didn't fall. Abrams jacks up a three. It's off the back of the iron. Tolo pulls down the rebound. 
Now it's Musselwhite. Fakes the shot outside, drives down the baseline, then goes back to Toa, who drives hard down the right-hand lane and banks it in. Good penetration from Tolo there. She just saw a lane and for a big girl was quite explosive and drove hard to the basket. So. I know you are, so here's the answer for you. At Perry Lakes, it was Caps 91, Perth 56. What was I thinking? <laughs> Kick out in the baseline by Norwood. Goes over to Smith. Oh, rolls off the rings. Tolo picks it up again, and it is down to Abrams. Abrams goes across to Tolo. Tolo fakes the three. Goes to Bibby. Bibby has uh, Malpass watching her. Back to Tolo. Now it's touched by Marsh. Over the baseline of the Caps. Nine seconds left on the shot clock. We'll have the ball from the baseline. Five-point lead is the Caps at the moment, 30 to 25. Just noticed Peter Sinclair getting some treatment down there on the baseline. I don't know what she's done to herself. But hope it's not another injury for the Capitals. Abram zigzags on Marsh. Pulls up the right elbow. Goes inside to Bishop. It's not landing for Bishop tonight. Ball on the floor. It's Gibby. Yeah, she flicks it out like a rugby player. We saw some of that with the Brumbies <laughs> earlier tonight on the TV. And she gets it out and eventually Abrams resets the clock. 14 seconds on the shot clock. Oh, almost intercepted by Smith that time. Musselwhite pulls up a three. It's short. Eventually Bishop puts it in, but the points shouldn't count. They just said they did. Oh, the whistle was well before the shot. 32 plays, 25 and Bishop goes to the line. Third personal foul now being called on, I think, Kate Millpass. I think one of Malpass, the things... Melpass, sorry. Melpass. And, you know, what would be most disappointing for Joe McKay is the fact... McKay, sorry, is that the fact that they're getting offensive rebounds. And, yes, they're bigger than them, but you've got to do a better job of boxing them out and keeping them off the glass. Melpass uh, brings the ball into the front court now as the bonus was made, and it's 33-25. Tolo now on 11 points with uh, Bishop on 6. It's Smith. Bounce pass. Gives it off to pass. Pass. Finds Norwood in the paint. Norwood just doesn't... Oh, sorry. Yeah, Norwood doesn't finish off the shot. It goes to Tolo. Quickly from Abrams into the corner. Bibby, the three-point shots aren't dropping. It was tapped away. Malpass has it. Pulls up with the layup and banks it in. It's 33-27 as Musselwhite holds it up in the backcourt now. Uh, it's nine points to six. In fact, it's nine points to seven in this quarter. So a good quarter by the link so far as we approach the halfway mark of the quarter. Bibby takes them all on. Layup doesn't drop. It's pulled down by Bishop who puts it back in. And she's really starting to dominate inside there. She's getting a lot of rebounds and a lot of uh, taps as we see a turnover from Perth and Canberra will get a transition basket here at... Eh? Yes, yes, in the end. It was uh, a touch on the pass that went to Bishop, had the player fall away, and Bishop in the end got an easy bucket. And Joe McKay rightly has called a timeout here. The momentum's just started to swing the way of, uh, of, uh, Perth, uh, sorry, of Canberra and Perth are now down by 10 points. So, you know, need to call a timeout here, stop the momentum and uh, let the girls refocus. It's interesting because about two minutes ago the game was within five points and both teams were shooting at 41%. And as I look at the stats now, well, it's 42 to the Caps, 41 to the uh, 41 to the Lynx. But now Tolo and Bishop are both on 11 points. Tolo with eight rebounds. Bishop will have eight rebounds as well, I would imagine. Yeah. Bibby with four. Beatty with two assists. Abrams with a one, uh, one steal. 
as I just looked now. No, well, it's reset here. 37-27 and uh, Addie Bishop with 13 points now. So Bishop well on her way to another double-double. Coming her way, she's having a great season. But I mean, that, that scoring reflects the fact that the uh, bigs of Canberra are starting to really take make a mark on this game. And you've got Tolo and Bishop inside the paint, just starting to dominate, not only on the scoreboard, but just pulling in the, the loose ball on the glass as well. As the teams return to the floor, it will be Tucker, Marsh, Pass, Smith, and Mercer. As the inbound ball, Tucker's holding onto it for a long time, has to bounce it eventually to Marsh. Goes back to Tucker now. She's still not in the front court. Gets there eventually. Gives it off to Mercer, who drives down to the baseline. In the paint is Marsh. Oh, Marsh, she did a full 360 and then threw the ball straight up in the air. It was easy fodder for the Capitals. And Abrams brings it into the front court. Tolo thought about the three instead. Took them Great on, job. and that was a hard, fast break at the basket that time. Lays it in, and I think Tucker, yes it is, Tucker called with her, could be third personal foul. I know she's racked up a few, oh. yeah, that makes it fool of me. First personal foul for Kay Tucker. Right, we'll see Tracy Beattie coming back into the game. Fabi Bishop is taking a rest. And the Caps break out 13 points to 8 as we cross the halfway mark of the quarter. And Tolo makes the bonus. 40 points to 27. Mercer bringing the ball into the front court now. Mercer, bounce pass to Smith. Smith rolling off. Yep, rolling off a screen was Tucker. Smith straight to Tucker. She banks it in the paint. And it is 40-29. Bounce pass now to Dalgleish. Dowglish goes across to Beatty. Beatty who's checked back in for Bishop. At left side, Abrams. Tolo quickly hands off. Both Tolo and Beatty in the paint. Beatty banks it in. And Beatty now, well, has had a fairly strong game for limited minutes. Uh, the fence clappy, collapsing in on Marsh as Smith drove down baseline. She drove across the baseline, tried to bounce past, but a three on one for Melissa Marsh was never going to work out. Musselwhite in the corner, doesn't go for the three. She goes the percentages. Hits Tolo and Tolo banks it in. 44 plays 29 as a whistle on play. They're waiting for the sub to come in and it will be Norwood to check back in. Yeah, and look, I think Canberra are really starting to just carve it up inside now. So, uh, you know, Perth are going, if they can't put, you know, plug plugged it up now, then they're really going to struggle for the rest of the game. So that's 15 points now in a very short period of time. So Perth really need to slow the capital scoring rate down. Marsh over the top, gives it to Tucker. Tucker bounce pass outside Norwood, back to Marsh. Marsh then goes back to Malpass over the top. Inside, oh, bad luck that time for Norwood who just had it in and out. On the bucket, Beatty picks up the rebound, gives it off to Musselwhite. Musselwhite, cross court, goes to Abrams. Abrams hits Dalgleish down low, and Dalgleish makes a big three. 46-29 as the Caps keep their foot firmly on the neck of the Lynx. Smith with some nice dribble skills into the front court as Abrams is watching her closely. Marsh is watched by Musselwhite. Tucker has it tucked away as the pass went in. Went back to Marsh. Marsh went to put up the shot, about a 12-foot away jump shot. Musselwhite coming over the back. It's been called for the contact. And uh, in her best, Laura Summerton, what me look, it was uh, 
Michelle Musselwhite getting the foul. That's right. <laughs> there was no doubt about it, but it was a great what me. It was a great what me. At the line, it is Marcia. making the first. And she's another great. Next one's there as well, and the links remain at 100% from the free throw line. They are five from five. The caps, 10 from 11, that's a good sign as well. Although, uh, that wasn't a three-point shot before, I might add. It, it was only a long-range two from Dalgleish. There's zero from four from outside the arc tonight, the caps. As Dalgleish has another one rattled in and out. It's tapped down by Beatty, though. Bishop tries to put it up again, and you could raffle off who fouled that time. That's right. I think Tucker's going to get her second, though. I'd imagine so. And you're right, Craig. There's zero from four outside the arc. Oh, Tucker's third now. So she's racked up three very quickly. I'm sure they signalled nine. I'm going to uh, just double-check on the scoring here. Bishop makes the first. It's 47-31. As... The second one goes down as well. 48-31 as it's Perth bringing it back into the front court. Smith now puts the ball on the floor, working around the arc. Fake pumps, goes inside. Tucker from the elbow, just pushed the pass a little bit too flat. And Norwood trying to bump off Bishop, doesn't pull it down. Bishop gives it to Abrams, gets it back from Abrams and driving down the right-hand side of the bucket, lays it in. That is why she was the player of January with that sort of form. 50 place 31 as from outside Mercer. Rebecca Mercer pulls the trigger on a big three intercept on the inbound ball and the Perth Lynx just couldn't quite capitalise and turn it into a five-point play. Two minutes left, Caps lead 50-34. Bowley kicks it across to Dalgleish. Dalgleish backing away. Over the top goes to Beatty. Back to Bishop on the elbow. Beatty was down low. And a pushing foul has been called. That's the 16th foul now. Timeout is called by... Well, I thought it was a timeout by the Capitals. That's now three fouls. And I can tell you that... Well, interestingly enough, as I look at the live stats, I don't... Have, oh, yeah. I've got Malpass and Smith on three. Now we will have uh, Bojanovic on three. One for Norwood. And two, four, I keep uh, on Gilmore. I must apologise, I keep calling uh, Samantha Norwood in the nine. I need to uh, fix that up. Yeah, Norwood's in the nine, not Tucker. I will fix that up now. And in the 15 is Gilmore. So my apologies to uh, those guys. But it's, it's, it's a bit of a bit of... It is... Uh, Game program says one thing, the uniform says another, and uh, the stat sheet is telling us something else. So That's right. We'll get there in the end. It is the Capitals leading 52-34 as we quickly check Sydney and the Flames uh, were leading at the uh, quarter-time break. But it will be Bishop to shoot two here as Marsh Tucker. Now that's Boyanovic, Mercer and Smith back out there for the links. So as 
Bishop lines up at the free throw line to shoot two. 50 plays, 34. Certainly, Terry Graff will be happy with the scoring rate of Perth having slowed down because they were sitting on, I think, 26, 27 points a minute into this quarter. So, she'll be very happy about that. Also, she'll be happy about Abby Bishop who makes two from two. And it's 52-34. Marsh goes left to Smith. Smith goes cross-court, gives it to Mercer. Goes back to Marsh, back to Mel, who uh, goes back to Smith, who knocks down a big three from the left 45. And it's 52-37, with a minute 30 left to go in the quarter. Bibby now trying to wrong-foot Mercer. In the corner is Bowley. Bowley has got Dalgleish going to the corner as she dribbles away. In the end, BT. Beatty goes across, gives it to Bishop. Bishop fake pumps, but the hands roll over her and she, in the end, puts it in the underside of the backboard. Marsh brings it down. Outlet pass to Smith. She tries another three, but it rattles out and Bishop picks up the rebound. And I think that might be number 10 for Bishop right double, now. Double, double by half time. Yeah, that's Bibby. Goes to Bowley for three and she pulls the trigger and makes the shot. A good shot that time by Hannah Bowley. There's Mercer now on the left-hand 45. She's working around the arc to the right. On the right 45 is Marsh. Cutting inside now is Norwood. Norwood outside to Marsh. It's the dot in the corner. She knocks down another three. 55-14, a 15-point ball game. And Perth making a lot more respectable, which is deserved because they've played well. Bibby now works left down the left-hand lane. Fronting her was Mercer. And in the end, Bibby has drawn the foul out. But uh, that was good front-on defence by Mercer. Certainly was. Not afraid to take on a a far more uh, experienced (laughs) opponent then. That's right. I think the um, Capitals' last couple of players have come down and set themselves up in a zone. And I think that just some of their defensive rotations have left them a bit exposed uh, against Perth particularly Smith, uh, Dockey's yep. knocked down a couple of threes, and that's just been purely through some poor defensive rotations and communication. So, you know, it's an opportunity for Canberra to try and uh, mix up their defences a little bit, try a few different things, you know, particularly with different groups on the floor. Um, but they've, at the moment, they've paid for it. They have indeed. 57.40 as both are made. 18 seconds left. Mal passes back on the floor now as it goes to Norwood. Norwood now in the paint. Oh, block shot. Dalgleish or Beattie, you could raffle that one. They both had contact. It's going to be Beattie who gets the foul. So Tracy Beattie gets the first personal foul. I uh, will try to get Tracy Beattie's minutes because Coach Graff has been able to rotate quite well throughout this, uh, this game so far. And Beattie with 10 minutes by half time. That's uh, pretty good going by the coach because uh, there isn't too many players. Well, Kelly Abrams, 17 minutes is about the most. She's off the floor at the moment as the bonus is made. Four. I was just going to say, given that they've got to back up and play Townsville oh. in Townsville on Sunday. Yes, another whistle on play. Norwood now. This is, uh, well, this is just terrible for the Lynx. They only came here with eight uh, players. Yeah. And, uh, well, they've got nine on the bench, but they have, they might not have many to go to. 
coming uh, in second, second half, half because the fouls are just racking up so quickly. 58, Bibby, with 2.7 seconds left, makes the first. At 59, as she bags the second. 59-41, long-range pass down to Mercer. It's tapped away. Dalgleish did well. And Valley, in the end, just plays around with it in the backcourt to run out time at half-time. It is the Canberra Transit Capital. 59 plays the Perth Lynx. 41. Going back to Sydney as we close in on half-time in Sydney. It's a five-point ball game. The Flames, 36 over the Spirit, 31. A close game there. It is an interesting quarter. The Caps adding 34 points to their 24 in the first quarter, but not to be outdone. The Perth Lynx having 22 points has beaten their first quarter stats. So a good result in the end. In fact, it's 59-41 at the end of the half. And Caps shooting at 49%, Perth shooting at 42%. It's 17% outside, one from six the Caps, compared to five from 12. But you expect the Lynx to have a lot of looks outside in this game because that's really their strength. Marsh and Smith on the perimeter are their two go-to girls. Saying that, Smith with 13 points is leading the scoring for the uh, Lynx with uh, Malpass and Marsh on seven. Then it's Buenovich on four. Uh, looking at some of the other stats, Smith with four rebounds, Marsh with two, Marsh with four assists, Smith with three, and Mercer with one. On the uh, steals, Malpass with three. It's, it's real trouble that... Doc and Malpass are on three personal fouls. Mercer's on two. At the capital side, Bishop on 19 points. Well, she's uh, achieved the double-double by half-time because she's got 11 (laughs) rebounds. Tolo with 16 points. Bibby with 10. As we said, Bishop with 11 rebounds. Tolo with 9. Bibby with 4. Abrams, 4 assists. And then block shots, 3 for Tolo, 2 for Bishop, and 1 for Muscle White. It is a really... A dominating performance by the Caps, but Perth are really going as hard as they possibly can. They're going to run out of players, though. That's the problem. That's the problem they have. That they, you know, and they are. They're giving it their all, and they're working really hard out there. But uh, you know, Canberra continue to dominate. And just look at that rebound count: 29 to 10. You know, possession is just such an important element in this game. And uh, any team that's going to dominate you like that on the boards is going to create all sorts of problems for you. 14 fouls in the first half yep. to eight is also another problem because uh, considering 10 gets you to the line and if they're offensive shooting fouls, that 10 is another 10 opportunities for points. But then the 14, you know, the four other ones, that's eight more points you're giving the opposition a chance for. And at the moment, the Caps have converted 18 from 19 and uh, that is just way too much, 95%. The other interesting stat there is we talked at the quarter-time break, it was, what, 14 to 8 points yep. in the paint, and it's now blown right out to 34 to 14 in the in the paint. So, you know, there's a pretty large difference. There is indeed. As we go to the break, this is half-time at Southern Cross Stadium. The Caps are leading 59 to 41. Bishop, Tolo and Muscle White. 
as Abrams goes across to Bishop now, goes to Bibby. Bibby drives down to the baseline. Oh, had it sitting up on the backboard. Bishop pulls down another rebound. That's number 12. Bishop, Abrams, back to Bishop, back to Abrams. Now cross court to the left side. And it's Muscle White turning around, pivoting on the free throw line. And three second violation on Mariana Tolo. She was certainly in there a long time and... Uh Couples weren't able to find her early enough in that set. As it's Malpass now. Marsh. Also out there, Gilmore. Right side, Mercer. Gets the ball. Then it's off to uh, Mercer. Mercer's pass inside's intercepted. Musselwhite keeps the dribble going as she's lying on the floor. Jump ball result. It will be a catch ball from the side. Oh, no, no, it will be a first ball from the side because the caps restarted this quarter, yeah. So, an interesting uh, resumption here as now it's Gilmore quickly into the front court to Mercer. Mercer looking around, almost got into three-point position, kicks it outside to Marsh. Marsh fakes the three, takes on Musselwhite, goes back to Mercer. The shot was a three-point attempt. It's all pulled in by Tolo as Abrams got the rebound down. But, gee, if Tolo was any shorter, she'd never have grabbed that. She certainly would have. Bibby on the left corner, inside to Bishop, dumps over the top to Musselwhite for three. Pulls the trigger, bang. It's a three-pointer. Good vision from Abby Bishop there out of the paint to find Musselwhite open on the perimeter. Was indeed. Now, on the baseline, it is Gilmore who rattles it in. 62 plays 43 here as the Caps back into the front court. Bibby driving on the baseline. Well, can't reverse the layup, but Mercer's been called for the foul, and that's crucial because that'll be number four for Mercer. Oh. Oh, by my stats, it's number four for Mercer. Yeah, well. What I, have you got? You got it for two. No, well, they've got it for one here at the scorer's bench. I thought she had. Well. Well, yeah. I guess we have to go by what the scorer's bench is saying because that's the official. Yep, and it is uh, rattles out. So the first miss for Jess Bibby from the line tonight. Second one is on its way. Oh, Mel Pass just absolutely flattened Jess Bibby as she was boxing her out. Then just a wild throw from Gilmore goes over the baseline. I'm not quite sure what went on there. That <laughs> that was unsportsmanlike. Well, yeah, I think so. Just uh, she came from nowhere and just completely hammered that, that, that was a serious box out, wasn't it? <laughs> Malpass, Bibby, watching her. Marsh gets the ball, tries to wrong foot. Abrams, Abrams stepped back far enough that Marsh could nail the three. Yeah, look, nice little step back there from Marsh to knock that three down and. You know, she's a reasonable shooter, so you have to be, respect her and uh, not give her anything easy. And she certainly made a tough one over Abrams then. Bibby's on the right side, goes back, gives it to Abrams, top of the key. Goes left side now to Musselwhite. Bishop is on the left lane, but she's low post. Goes outside and gives it to Bibby, who knocks down a big three. Well, that's it in your face. That is, and uh, you know, that's again Bishop just doing a good job of drawing the D in on the post there and finding the open player on the perimeter, and it makes it all so much easier, doesn't it? Muscle White wrestling with Marsh, locks up the ball, and she has got the jump ball call, which means Caps get it from the side. They're already underway again as Bibby brings it down. 20 point ball game, 66 46. 
A little bit of feeling creeping into this game here, Craig. Oh, plenty of it. <laughs> Tolo and the lane goes outside to Abrams. Jacks up a three. Doesn't fall. Gilmore brings it down. Gilmore gets it to Mercer. Mercer kicks it to Marshall. Marshall great finish job. it off. She did a great job there because the pass, it looked like it was going towards Smith. Marsh finishes it off. Malpass, I think, got a touch on the ball as she was charging back. She's running to Bibby again. <laughs> and, uh, well, Tolo sits down. Beatty goes back out. And it will be Norwood coming in for Malpass. I think they had to take Malpass out because she was on three fouls. She uh, needed some time to sort things out. Inbound ball, Musselwhite gets to Bibby. Over, no one on Abrams. She has it rattle out. Marsh picks up the rebound. Bishop tries to step in away. Can't do. Bounce pass. Abrams takes the hit. Goes to Norwood. Finished off nicely by Gilmore. Good transition from Perth there. They did a good job of just getting second and third phase of transition runners and... Uh Capitalised on that. Bishop at the free throw line. She gets mugged and you could raffle it between Norwood and it's going to go to uh, Gilmore. No, it is going to go to Norwood. Could have been Marsh's call. Well, it's Melissa Marsh they called it on. All right. So, Melissa Marsh's first personal foul. Bishop goes to... um, Goes to Muscle White. Abrams gets it over into the right-hand side and Bibby knocks down another three. Oh, and Muscle White gets the inbound ball on Marsh. Yeah, that was just a sloppy inbound pass then. Muscle White fakes a three from the left corner. Goes cross. Abrams, yeah, cutting hard into the paint. She puts it up the second time and gets it in. 71 plays 50. Muscle White almost tried to do the same thing on Marsh again. This time Marsh was able to get it in. The pass was a little bit harder. Down baseline, Mercer gets a good hit from Smith and that will finish it off. 71 plays, 52, six minutes left to go in the third term. And whilst the scoreline might be out at around the 20-point mark, Marsh has got a second foul, but certainly just the ferocity of this is going to make it very entertaining if they can keep it at this level. Well, that's right. And uh, no changes coming in now with Abrams taking a seat and Del Bleach coming in. Mercer's going to sit down for pass. So it will be at the line. Bishop, three team fouls already on the Perth links and we're getting, well, what, four minutes and five seconds into the third term and there's no fouls on the Capitals at the moment. You just can't afford that. Absolutely can't. Uh, as in both are made, so it's 73-52 here at Southern Cross Stadium. And it is ball in the hands now of pass. Goes outside to Norwood, left side to Marsh. Marsh now takes on Dalgleish into the paint. Smith faints it in, just got Musselwhite into the wrong spot. And 73-54. Muscle white cross court to Bishop for three. Looks good out of the hand. It's off the iron. Rebound. Well, that's one way to rack up your own stats, isn't it? <laughs> Doesn't do your shooting percentage any good, but uh, she has certainly got some great stats in all the uh, fields at the moment. Round the arc, Beatty outside to Bishop to Muscle white and Muscle white knocks down another three. 76-54. Now, the Caps haven't had a 100-point game this season. The way they're going... Oh, Melissa Marsh! Like she looked like she took about four steps <laughs> on the carry that time, didn't she? she She's did. actually picked up the foul, though. 
she'll go to the line, and certainly she was fouled in the act of shooting. But That's the first sure, personal foul. <laughs> not sure how many steps she took. She, she, she lined up, she picked up the dribble from the top of the key. <laughs> it was a huge move. Marsh makes the first. Well, it has been a very entertaining third quarter so far. Marsh makes both, and it's 76-56, 20-point ball game. As Bibby goes to muscle wide over the top, it's Beatty, low post left. Out on the top of the key is Bishop, who gives it back to Bibby. Now is working towards Bishop, who cut to the corner on the right side. Dalgleish, wrong foot Smith, inbound pass to Beatty, is left short on the shot, and eventually Beatty does her own work. 78, plays 56. They're not making it easy, Links. No, they're not. And, uh you know, if they can keep... I mean, you know, to walk away with a 20-odd a point split against Canberra is no disgrace to Perth. So and the shooting percentage of 49% is healthy because that's what the opposition's shooting at at the moment. That's right. So, you know, they're doing an OK job. There's the inbound ball over the baseline. Well, the ball went over the baseline. Now as uh, Bowley comes... Our Bowley comes in for Musselwhite. And it will be Perth who have it inbound. Smith going around from pass to Marsh. Inside to Smith. An offensive foul has been called there. Must have been called on Norwood. Yep. It's no. White team. Yeah, nine. It's Norwood who had the foul called on her and that was off the ball. So that's frustrating. And uh, Joe McKay is just shaking his head in disappointment there because that's the fourth team foul. As Dalgleish over the top goes to Beatty outside to Bowley. Bowley comes back to Dalgleish right side. Beatty, oh, the pass just a little bit in front of her as she was cutting to the basket then and uh, she tapped it over the baseline. Yeah, just a bit too much on it then for Tracy, so Perth will come up with it. Marsh now right side goes to pass, then it's back to Norwood, left side to Smith. Smith goes back into the hands of Pass, gets it to the right elbow for Marsh, just not falling for the links at the moment. Tolo, Beatty and Bishop, they're just pulling down so many rebounds. Bishop, 23 points, 14 rebounds. Bounce pass from Bailey, it goes into Bishop, into Beatty, who working hard on the baseline has drawn out the foul now. So the foul being called on Gilmore. That will be foul number four for Gilmore. And it sends Beattie to the line because that's number five team foul. And it's going to be a long three and a half minutes for this quarter now that they're in that position, particularly Canberra, you know, just pumping the ball inside and uh, getting the line. Smith is uh, off the court and uh, I'm not sure, but that could be Smith's first minute on the bench. Inbound ball goes eventually to Norwood who brings it into the front court now, gives it to Malpass. Malpass, oh, tripping over as she picked up the dribble that time. Bibby's wearing a like a glove, going backwards, right, left, goes back Marsh. to Marsh. Marsh puts up the three. It doesn't land. And what a run and gun game we've got. 80 plays, 56. The pass from Bibby was touched to Bowley. It goes a pass inside to Tolo and the bonus will result. Melissa Marsh has got three fouls in this quarter as Smith comes back in. And, uh, well, just 
disappointing this as uh, Perth's hard work is getting chopped by uh, some very soft fouls. They are. It's uh, certainly having a big impact on the game now and, you know, having to sit the Melissa Marsh and foul trouble and third fourth, isn't it, Craig? Is that right? Uh, yeah, no, third, yeah, I think. Well, yeah. depending on the stat sheet you look at. Oh, great pass. They got it inside, hit it out to Norwood and Norwood Knock. knocks down a big two-pointer. Yeah. It's 83 58 here at wow. Southern Cross Stadium and Bibby misses Beatty on the uh, pass. But once again, Beatty's been trying to cut at the baseline and everyone's been trying to put it to her outside <laughs> the arc. <laughs> it's interesting and you wouldn't call Bibby a uh, bench player missing the uh, no, starter, would you? Big screen action there. Yep, and the whistle on the play has, uh, well, pushing foul there. On who's that Tolo? So second personal foul for Mariana Tolo. So it will be pass, bounce pass to Mel pass. On the right side she works over to the 45. Ball came in on the left. Goes back to the left now to pass. Who jacks up a long range two pointer. Whistle on the play. And I'm not sure who they called that on because it was an air ball that landed into the hands of Tracy Beatty. Well, Jess Beatty gets her first personal foul and it was a real phantom. So the, the, the foul calls are just bamboozling everyone here in the stadium. As Smith juggles the ball, goes then into the hands of Norwood who backs away. Oh, she backed away. Beatty was still there. The ball falls into the hands of Gilmore. Gilmore quickly got it to Smith, who is fouled. Bibby gets a second foul within seconds. And we've got two minutes left. And the Cats now on four team fouls are really uh, making, extending this quarter for us. They have, because they've wrecked them up very quickly. And, uh, you know, now just in the situation where, you know, any time the Canberra fouls will be stepping up to the foul line as well. So it could be a slow couple of minutes here, Craig. Oh, and Smith just Smith puts one. it to the right. Yeah, bounces away. Just trying to think, uh, Smith won the championship with the Caps in Adelaide and then I think wasn't in the side that lost to Sydney from memory. But yeah. has, after being overseas, has got herself back into the WNBL with the Lynx and is really trying to get this club back on its feet. Beatty in the paint, just takes them all on. She was triple teamed on the dribble. She makes the shot. At the other end, she tries to block, gets a piece of the arm of Gilmore and she will send to the line the uh, number 15 of Gilmore and that is now into the bonus, both teams. And you're looking at Doc. Yeah, Ducky was Canberra 2000-2001 season, then went to Adelaide for a few years there, through to 2004. So, so in fact, she was in the losing grand final team of the Caps. Yeah. All right. Oh, no, 2001. No, no, no. Two, no. 0001 Adelaide. Yeah, okay, so she was in the winning side with the Caps in Adelaide and then went to Adelaide. That's An right. interesting change. <laughs> Dow Gleish has the ball. She goes from the uh, elbow, from the corner on the left, drives it away, Bowley goes into the corner, gets the ball back inside to Tolo, and Tolo is fouled. So, 
Not sure who they called that foul on and the bench hasn't put up a uh, set of numbers yet. Well, it looks like they've got the five ready. They have. They've finally decided that, uh, unfortunately, I think Gilmore is going to be fouled out of the game. So that is early in a game to be fouled out, isn't it? That's it is. AIS early. <laughs> yeah, there's still a, a long time to go in this game. and I think it would be interesting to see how Raffi runs her rotations coming down the stretch now. You'd think that this game's beyond Perth, but um, you know she's got to be thinking about Townsville and what she needs. And I noticed that Pete Sinclair is still sitting there, iced up on her knee and looking like she's pretty tender on it. A lot of big name players are going down at the wrong end of the season for their clubs. Mm. Shelley Hammonds last weekend, and That's right. you've got Hurst out. Lauren Jensen's going to come into the game for the Capitals. She gets set. Dalgleish goes to Beattie. Back to Dalgleish. She puts up the three. Beattie pulls up the rebound. And uh, Tracy Beattie just puts an elbow into the chest of Malpass. And so the points that she did bag aren't going to count. Tracy Beattie is going to have her third personal foul. Malpass hits the floor. And it is a turnover. Jansen comes in for Tracy Beattie. That's a big change. It is. <laughs> it's good to see Lauren Jansen on the floor. As we heard from her a few weeks ago when she got her first points in the WNBL. Malpass gets the ball from Smith. Hands back to Smith now on a switchover. Smith trying to get a block in place, but no, oh, Abrams just too smart. Smith coming back, tries to pull it in, almost lands in the front row. <laughs> of the crowd boxes here and Cats get the ball back in the front court. It's Dalgleish inbound ball to Abrams. 86 plays 61. Jansen over the top to Tolo. Tolo thought about the shot but went outside instead. Gives it to Abrams. Abrams then goes to Dalgleish. Inside to Bishop low post. Outside to Dalgleish. Inside to Bishop. Bishop hits the deck. Balls over the baseline. And we have 35 seconds left to go. 10 seconds on the shot clock for the catch. Yep. As Dalgleish pushes it in, Jansen goes to Abrams, over the top, goes to Tolo, feeds off a handoff in the paint. Smith, oh, that is going to be number four at least for Deanna Smith. With 28 seconds, the shot clock, that's number four for Deanna Smith. So she's got a job to do. And uh, Bishop, well, again, it was a fairly soft foul in the scheme of things. It was, and I guess, you know, it's a real challenge for refs in, in games like this if they don't call some of that soft stuff, players start to get frustrated and they start to foul harder and then it gets a little bit out of control. But so it, it has to be a balanced... Uh, oh, choice. ball is dropped onto the foot of Mariana Tolo. So the uh, Lynx will get a bit of a repass here as Bojanovic looking around to inbound the ball. Malpass, there's a huge backcourt pressure and the inbound pass is too late. It's a great defensive pressure by the captain. Graf would be happy with that one. She would be and, uh, you know, certainly Perth need to... I seem to have lost a little bit of um, that desire and intensity and a few heads are down out there now. They need to lift them up and just keep playing hard. Inside to Jansen, she paints it in and the crowd loves that. They love the locals. Now Jansen almost pulls in on an intercept as she gets in on the pass from Malpass. 
These are important minutes for a young development player. They are. It's a great opportunity. You know, they work hard all season. They train. And, you know, they get called training bait and whatever. And uh, it's a great opportunity for them to actually get out on the floor and play in the National League game and, uh, you know, show people what they can do. Well, she's got a point in this game. She had an uh, intercept there that just didn't quite come off. Now has a foul at the other end. She's making sure she's on the stat sheet. <laughs> making the most of it as it is. Her first personal foul now. Looking to go back out there. A couple of um, changes. It'll be pass going out for Smith. They just don't want any trouble with Deanna Smith in the last 6.8 seconds. Mal pass is at the line. And it looks like Darcy is going to go out there as well for the, for the uh, Lynx. So Darcy in the 21, that'll be. As uh, the shot is missed, two seconds left, Tolo in the paint. Well, she uh, eventually chased down the ball. They would have preferred the points, but they didn't let the Caps score. It's 90 to 62. The Caps looking for a 100-point ball game. And still, the Lynx not disgraced. No, and I think we'll find that the Caps will get their 100 points at uh, how much above 100 they go. So, you know, 62 for for, um, for Perth is no disgrace. It is uh, 22 fouls in this game to 15. Not yeah, good. Not good. Too many, far too many. And Capitals would even be unhappy with 15 in the game. So, you know, it's... Uh, Certainly been the story of that, particularly that third quarter there. It was just a very slow and stop-start quarter with people fouling and going to the foul line and what have you. So, you know, Perth need to make sure that they come out in this last quarter, play 10 minutes of hard, smart basketball. They can't afford to have, I think they've got three players sitting on four fouls now. They really can't afford to have any of them foul out because you've got a Marsh, a Smith and... Uh, um, uh, well, yeah, of course have... Gilmore out of the game. Well, Gilmore's already gone, that's right. So, you know, it's certainly going to um, create problems for them going coming down the stretch. Cap shooting at 52%, Perth 44. Both teams are 38% outside the arc, but it's 5 to 13, five from 13 compared to 6 from 16. It's uh, 86% the Caps, 25 from 29 at the free throw line. It's 12 from 15. Uh, in the Perth side. Rebounds 39 to 14. We expected Canberra to out rebound the Lynx. Assists 15 to 12. Steal 7 apiece. Block shots, well, it's 7 to 2 again. Like rebounding, you expect more block shots from the tall Canberra Capitals. As uh, we look at some of the other stats. Bishop with 25 points, Tolo with 20, Bibby with 17. Rebounds, 14 for Bishop. Tolo's got a double-double now with 11 rebounds. Beatty with 6. Kelly Abrams has 5 assists. Bishop has 4. Steals, Musselwhite has 3. Tolo has 2. Blocks, Tolo has 3. Bishop has 2. Smith's on a leading scorer for Perth with 16 points. And Marsh is second with 14 points. Smith with four rebounds is the leading rebounder. It's Marsh, Smith, Darcy, uh, Gilmore, Mercer for the Lynx who have control of the ball here at the start of the final turn. Sport Radio Basketball, well, it'll be finals next time we're on the air and the Caps looking to seal top spot tonight. Marsh now goes left, gives it to Mercer over the top to Smith on the left lane. Oh, 15 people 
Well, there's only five on the court, but three of them got hands on Smith that time. And she will go to the line to shoot two. As, well, another big quarter for the Caps. 31 points, plays 21 for Perth in that third quarter. Smith at the line rattles it in. She'd been shooting so sweetly for the first couple of quarters. Last quarter, it just didn't quite look as, as fluid. But she makes the first two and it's 90. Plays 64 here. Still in the first minute of the final turn. Abrams brings it into the front court. Goes now to Bowley. Bowley gives it off to Dalgleish. Dalgleish to Jansen who drives hard at the baseline and she's got a high score in the WNBL now with four points. Four points. That's great. Good positive drive to the basket there so that's good to see. Darcy, an NBA three-pointer. That was huge. That was a long way out. It was indeed. A big shot from, well, her first minutes on the court. It's Dalgleish in the front court now, right-hand side, looking for Bishop. Doesn't go there, goes to Jansen instead. Mercer watching her. Abrams now. Abrams takes on Darcy. Let to Jansen. Jansen goes back to Dalgleish. Dalgleish for three. It's all net. And that was a big shot. 95 plays 67. The Caps want that 100-point ball game as Marsh dribbles it into the front court. That's right, and I'm certain that they'll get their 100 points. It's whether they can uh, you know, continue to play at, at the pace that they are and what Graffy will do in the last eight minutes of this game, given that they've got to back up against Townsville. Nice shuffle that time. It was uh, Gilmore had the... I'm sorry, Norwood had the ball knocked away from her into the backcourt. She went back and got it, gave it to Smith. Smith just zigzagged on Abrams and made the shot. Bring it down the other end. Bishop now has 27 points. And she didn't muck around getting that one. As Marsh goes up the front court. 98 plays, 69. And the foul has been called on Jansen. She picked up her second personal foul. And interestingly enough, that's the third team foul on the Capitals. Capitals, Oh, no, sorry. Second team foul on the Capitals this quarter. Inbound ball from the side goes to Darcy. Darcy bringing the ball around. Jansen and Darcy watching each other. They push the pass to, Mer- to Marsh. Marsh stops, starts at the elbow. Oh, her pass to Mercer wasn't good. Goes back to Marsh now. Marsh goes back to Mercer. Mercer tried the reverse layup, but didn't fall. And it's Bishop picking up her 12th rebound. Jansen carrying the ball down the floor. Kick out to Dalgleish for three. It's off the iron and doesn't fall as Smith now goes quickly. Mercer, yeah, Oh, she doesn't finish it off. It's Norwood who does the work in the paint. That's right. And that was a really great outlet from uh, Smith, I think it was, was it? Yeah. It was indeed. Found that player yep. running hard down the lane. Did the Veely NFL pass. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Bishop now has the ball, top of the key, goes to uh, uh, Dalgleish. Dalgleish gives it off to Abrams. Abrams finds Bishop cutting past her. Uh, Bishop can't put the shot in. Dalgleish goes for the rebound and Dalgleish draws the foul. And that foul, well, I didn't see who they called it on because Smith was in there. It's not Smith though, it's a fourth personal foul being called now but I didn't see who they called it on. It might be pass. Uh, it was pass on uh, three. Yeah, pass... Uh, yeah, I, I think... Yeah. No, pass isn't on three, actually. Actually, well, it was Norwood, because it sat Norwood down, so you yeah. figure they... 
need to save her for a bit later on. Seven minutes and 11 seconds. The first is made by Dalgleish. 99 to 71. There's the 100 now. It's 100 play 71. The Caps finally grabbing the triple digits. They have, and they'll be happy with that. Darcy takes on Jansen, drives down the baseline. Jansen, well, she, she hasn't had a lot of minutes in there, but she's certainly really trying to face up on her opponent. And that will be a shooting foul. So Darcy will go to the line here. Darcy's becoming a bit of a scoring machine. She is. <laughs> nice little impact player coming off the bench there. Yeah, in the fourth quarter. <laughs> bit late. <laughs> oh, she misses the first. So I've talked her up a bit too soon. <laughs> One shot left here is it's 100 to 71. But 71, that's, uh, that's already 11 points more than what uh, Coach Graff once scored against them. Well, that's right. So she won't be happy about that. And you really do want to make sure that, uh, you know, those sort of goals you achieve every single game. Jansen again attacking the basket. Bowley gets the rebound and Bowley gets on the score sheet. 102 plays, 72. There's six minutes, 45 seconds left. Marsh called on the travel or called on a charge? I think it might be. Bowley's been called. I think it's... I, is it Bowley or was it... Um, it was Bowley. Oh, I thought it might have been on Delglish. Second personal foul for... Uh, it is Hannah, isn't it? Yeah. Hannah. There's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's inbound ball quickly underway. Smith, look away, pass to Mercer, tracks up the three. Smith is in there trying to get the rebound. It falls into the hands of Darcy. Darcy fakes the three, goes back to Mercer. Mercer goes right side, Marsh walks by Dalglish. Back now to Smith. Smith all on the travel. Six minutes and 26 seconds left. It's uh, 102 to 72 here at Southern Cross Stadium Sport Radio. Bring you all the action from the final regular season game at home for the Capitals. Jansen over the top to Beatty. Beatty quickly across into the corner to Bibby who knocks down the three. Yeah, it's really tough to defend when you've got a big player who draws that much attention but does such a good job of finding players on the perimeter. As Mercer takes on Bowley and it is Mercer who lays up the shot. 105 to 74 as Bibby goes to Jansen to Beatty. Inside to Bowley, banks it in, and everyone getting on the score sheet That's now. Right. Everyone's having, they're going to run this. I'd imagine that they'll probably run most of this group out for the rest of the quarter. It's, uh, as I say that, <laughs> Tolo comes back into the game. So Has the she Bally, got a double-double yes. yet? Yes, she has. She did. As we look at this, I'm just looking. Um, Beatty's got 18 minutes for the game. That's less than half the game. Uh, just looking at some of the others. Tolo, 21 minutes and Bishop 24 minutes so it's been a great rotational game as Dalgleish has the ball right side goes to Beatty low in the paint is Tolo who banks it in 109.74 just good ball movement there you know well executed changed the angle of the pass so that they could get to Tolo on the reverse seal Mercer works away from Beatty, goes back to Marsh now. Marsh, oh, just try to speculate it there. Came down in the hands of Smith. Smith gets mugged in the paint and Dalgleish comes up with the ball. Double team Dalgleish, bounce pass around the back. Jansen, Jansen has it stolen from her. And who's the foul going to be called on? 21 is Darcy. So... 
just flick over here, uh, Michelle, and see if I can't get you to have a look at some of this foul counters. Timeout's been called. Mercer was going to be subbed out anyway. Caps have called the timeout with four minutes and 56 seconds left to go in the game. Just as it's refreshing here, 109 plays 74. Four minutes and 56 seconds left to go in the game. And just have a look at this foul count. And when you read through it, well, Jansen's got three, Dirkleish one, Bishop two, Bibby two. Uh, then you go back here for Perth, two for Boenich, Norwood with four, pass with none. That's hard to believe. Marsh with three. Gilmore out of the game with five. Darcy with one. It'll be two now. Malpass with three. Deanna Smith with four. And Mercer with two. So the Capitals then, they have uh, racked up the fouls as well. As I said, Jansen three. Dalglish two. Bishop two. Bibby two. Tolo two. Abrams two. One for Sinclair, who's got some injury concerns. Bowley with two. Then it's Beattie with three and Musselwhite with one. Look quickly now to the leading scorers. 28 for Bishop, 20 for Bibby, 22 for Tolo. It's a healthy score chart for the Canberra Capitals. I just didn't see if everyone is on the score sheet. Everyone's on the score sheet. They are. 109 play 74 as Dalgleish inbounds it to Bibby. Bibby goes to Beattie. Beattie dribbling. Called for the travel as she... uh, Took about two steps to get from the top of the key to under the basket. <laughs> She's not going to argue the toss on that one nah. either. <laughs> Inbound poor pass goes from Gilmore to pass. Then it's handoff to Marsh. Marsh top of the arc. Bounce pass down the left lane. Two pass. Emma pass. Handoff to Smith. Goes back across to Gilmore on the left elbow. She's been called for the treble now. How did she travel then, Michelle? I think they called that she actually just changed her pivot foot when she received the ball. That's the only thing I could see that, that they would have flown there. Well, the scoring, scoring has stopped for the moment as it's 4 minutes 26 seconds left. We've almost gone 30 seconds without a score. Dalglish in the corner. Thought about the three. Went across to Jansen. Jansen goes inside to Beattie in the paint. Beattie leaves it short. Tolo with her reach. It's just impossible for the Lynx to defend. Outside it goes again. Dalglish inside the Tolo. Jansen just jacks it up over the top. And Jansen is wrecking up some good numbers here, Michelle. Yeah, she's certainly making her presence felt on the stat sheet. So that's good. She'll be really happy with that. Yep. As it's... Now into the hands of Gilmore. Back to pass, top of the key. Pass, gets away from Tolo, then dumps outside to Darcy. Goes right side, gives it then to Norwood. Norwood goes across as the shot clock was running down and Marsh jacked up a three, which doesn't fall. Jansen carrying it back. Goes to Bibby, inside to Beatty. Beatty slaps it over the baseline. And it's Caps four. Must have uh, slapped it into the hand of uh, Darcy then. And uh, Caps will get it back. Three minutes and 31 seconds. Beatty sits down. Who came out then? Uh, Bishop, Bishop came back Bishop out then. Yeah. Uh, Jansen just looking at her stats. Shooting at 67%. One assist. Three fouls. As inbound Marsh. Kicks it off to Malpass. Malpass. Oh, nice little jump shot banking in there just from the low post, right-hand side. It's good to see, you know, Perth still running the lanes hard and having a go. Oh, Deanna Smith's going to sit down here as she's been caught 
moving screen or just... Uh, I think they've called her for a check. pushing foul there. That's the fifth foul. Smith has... Uh, well, she knew she was going out of the game, so Smith... Um, well, she just She's had like one more check for the team <laughs> before she walked off. And, in fact, they're going to put Darcy back out there for Smith. So, a bit of a reward there for, for good work in this quarter so far, Darcy. As the Caps get it underway, inbound ball from Jansen goes to Bibby. Bibby to Bishop, top of the arc. Then it goes back to Dalgleish. Tolo's low post. Bibby cuts it in. And Bibby's been a while without a score there, Michelle. It's 113 now, 276. The pass was wide. Trying to get down there was Marsh, but she couldn't reel it in. And it's three minutes left. The Caps run home. Michelle is an important one. Townsville on Sunday and then Logan to finish off the season. Tolo sits down and Bowley comes back in with three minutes left. That's right. And, uh, you know, they've got to go up to Townsville on Sunday and play. And whilst it might not make a difference whether they, um, you know, finish on top or what have you, they still will want to get, uh, I guess, you know, Bragging rights, if you like, against Townsville up there. Yep. Jansen has the ball right side. She's getting double teamed. Eventually passes it back to Bibby on the left side. Bibby zigzags, pull up jumper. <laughs> oh, great fadeaway <laughs> jumper. She has the best fadeaway jump shot in the league. <laughs> she does. She does indeed. So, uh, you know, she just penetrated hard. And I can tell you, Bibby won't be back on. She's pulling the strapping off yeah. her feet. So. Um, Inbound ball, Malpass, Malpass gets it back to Norwood who hands off the Marsh. The Caps still pushing him in the backcourt. Bounce pass, oh, they were looking for uh, Norwood that time who was cutting in. Jansen just looked like the pass was coming to her, <laughs> diving into the space and uh, there was some body contact there. Jansen gets her fourth personal foul and it will be a timeout called by the Perth Lynx. Jansen wants to stay in this game. She doesn't want to get fouled she out of the game. She certainly doesn't. And, uh, it'd be <laughs> pretty ominous, wouldn't you? Real first game, you have any real minutes in a national league and to foul out. So hopefully she won't do that. She'll hang around out there. 115-276. Uh, unfortunately for Perth, their scoring has dried up over the last two uh, minutes where the Caps, whilst they haven't been electric, have also been able to just knock down the odd points here and there. That's right. And I think, you know, Canberra's shown tonight some of the depth that they have in their group as well. You've had players come out there who don't get large minutes normally and have been able to score, uh, you know, been able to defend players and uh, that sort of stuff. So that's, that's good signs for Canberra. And, um, you know, it's important that they actually have that opportunity to play these players because if they have problems coming down... Uh, into the finals where they continue to have foul problems with a, a Natalie Hurst or you know even Pete Sinclair who usually gets a couple of minutes in each game. If they haven't got those sort of players available, then it's good to know what the other guys can do. Well, it is the Capitals on five team fouls, so that will send Norwood to the line. Returning to the floor for the Capitals, it's Bibby, Bishop, Jansen, Bally and... Uh, Dalgleish for the Lynx they only sent well they sent five out Boyanich coming out for Mercer now so Mercer's going to sit back down Marsh it is Norwood at the line Malpass and also Darcy 
So I think Mercer might be carrying an injury there, so mm. they just want to get some ice on her. Doc's going for the ice. 115 to 76. First was a miss. Second is all net. So 115-77, two minutes and 25 seconds left to go. Dalgleish gets the inbound pass, goes to Bibby now as they bring it into the front court. Bibby zigzagging on the right wing. Looking around, it's still good work. Bibby, oh, tried to get a hot pass into Bishop and a pocket was picked by Bosnich. Uh, Bojanovic. Bojanovic now bringing it into the front court, goes to Darcy. Darcy left side to Marsh. Mars zigzagging, Malpass on the left, no, goes right side to Branovich. Branovich tries to get to the baseline, it was tapped away from Bowley. Branovich on the ground as the Bishop trying to go after it. Marsh picks it up, sees four seconds left on the shot clock and from the right wing nails a big three. 115 plays, eight is, Bishop drives into the paint, then just pulls back and gives it back to Bibby who pulls up. Goes to Bishop, hand off to Bibby. Back to Bishop now, top of the arc. Bowley in motion, trying to get a position in the paint. Jansen for three. She gets the first three-pointer of her career. She'd be happy with that. 118 she got now. She's got a rebound, Craig. We need to know she's got a rebound. She hasn't got a rebound yet. <laughs> I was looking at zeros there when I was looking before. I thought she had pulled one down. Diasi! Oh, nice layup. Got called a travel. Called a travel, good. Yeah. No, you have to get a rebound, so that's uh, that's one... No rebound, no block. No. <laughs> I don't think Jansen's going to be the big blocker. No. <laughs> she's more the guard, but she's been carrying the ball up quite confidently throughout this throughout her minutes on the floor, which is also a good sign. Dalgleish over the top. Bowley outside to Jansen, who drives down. Oh, shot rattles in and out. Almost pulled down a rebound that time. <laughs> Bibby picks it up again and they have a reset shot clock. Inside the last minute here at Southern Cross Stadium, the Capitals, 18-foot jump, or sorry, 12-foot jumper from uh, Bibby from the left-hand side, doesn't fall. Burnage pills down the rebound. Darcy bringing it across the court. Goes right side now to Marsh. Up the top, it's uh, Norwood. Left side is Malpass. Malpass watched by Jansen. She works back around the arc. Goes back to Norwood in the right corner. Back out to Darcy. Five seconds left on the shot clock. Back to Marsh. Marsh, oh, she goes inside. Jansen gets a hand on it. And the shot clock runs Five. out of time. So it was good work by Jansen there. And uh, Jeff Bibby just congratulating her on the floor. 19 seconds left as Jansen will inbound the ball from the side. Goes to Bibby now. Bibby has time to bring it up and set up the play. Goes over to Jansen. Jansen just hanging on to it for a moment. Back to Bibby, back to Jansen. Outlets to Dalgleish for three. Looks good out of the hand, a bit too hard. And Bojanovic off the backboard gets the rebound. Malpass around the back of Bishop. Puts the pass up to Marsh. Marsh jacks it up, tries to bank it in for a long-range shot. But at the end of the game, it is the Capitals who take the victory. 118 to 80 over the Perth Link. And with that win, the Capitals wrap up the minor premiership. Their finals bound at the top of the table. 118 to 80, the highest ever winning score by the Capitals, eclipsing their previous best, which was over the Perth Lynx in 2004, 104 points. So that's a, that's a fairly healthy addition to their highest tally. Well, it is, yeah.
But um, I, on that, Graffy, I talked to Graffy about whether she was disappointed with the 80 points that uh, Perth managed to post against them. And she said, well, you know, I'm never happy with 80 points, but uh, given that, you know, how a lot of new group of people out on the floor and they're not used to playing together, she said, I'm not overly concerned about it. So. Yeah. And, uh, well, at the end of the game, we need to wrap up some of the stats there, Michelle. And as I will run through the leaders, I'll give you time to have a look at some of the scratchings I've made on the paper for you. But capital shooting at 53% and Perth at 44 It was Bishop with 28, Bibby with 24, Tolo with 22, Bishop 15 rebounds, Tolo 13 and Beatty with 6. The tall timber, certainly dominating in the end. It was also uh, Muscle White with three steals, two steals for Tolo, block shots, Mariana Tolo with three. For Perth, Smith with 20 points, Marsh with 17 and Malpass with 10. Deanna Smith with six rebounds and Malpass three steals, Mercer with two. So the stats... The stats, and I guess it reflects what you said about the bigs having a big night out. You just look at the 60 to 30 points in the paint from Canberra, uh, points off the bench again, um, sorry, 45 to 18, and uh, rebounds, totally out-rebounded per 46 to 21. So that's going to have a rather large impact on the game. Our next game for broadcast, Michelle, is finals time. It will be the Canberra Transact Capitals, but will it be Bulleen or Townsville the next well, the rest of this weekend and next week will decide because Townsville probably have a tougher run home. They face the Capitals on Sunday and Bulleen next week. That's right. And uh, so, you know, they've got some big games ahead of them. So they need to, um, you know, secure some wins to secure that spot. And I think, you know, Bulleen's the other interesting team. Having lost now Shelley Hammonds for the season, what will that do to the group and uh, how will that shape what happens in the five? We're looking forward to final action from the AIS Arena, Friday the 27th of February at 8pm. It will be Sport Radio for all the action. We look forward to you joining us then. But on behalf of Michelle Hocking, I'm Craig Ravel, wrapping up from Southern Cross Stadium where the Capitals now have 21 wins in a row at this venue. Uh, they've won tonight 118 to 80. Till two weeks' time. Bye now.